Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Welcome to another episode of the Hayley Morecambe Podcast. I am so excited you're here for showing up for yourself, your self-love and self-care. Each week, I gift you the permission and the space to claim the most happy, healthy, abundant life and give you access to the most sparkliest version of you. On this journey together, we'll learn and grow and thrive to be the best version of ourselves. We don't settle for anything less than incredible. I'm your host, Haley, a fitness and nutrition coach, writer, former radio host and journalist, advocate for self-love and self-care, and all-round wellness guru. I'm a mama to the most divine little girl and a fur parent to a cheeky little cavoodle. I am so pumped to take you into another magical episode. Are you ready? Let's go. Welcome to another episode of the Haley Morecambe podcast. I have titled this Transform Your Mind, Transform Your Body. If you've been listening to the previous episodes, you will know that it is so much more just about recipes and exercise to transform. Oops, I just lost my microphone. Um, uh, A little behind the scenes, actually. Uh, All my years in radio, we used to have, uh, sometimes we'd have to record at home. And the trick of the trade is to sit inside a wardrobe. Luckily, where I'm living at the moment at my mum's house, there is a walk-in row because the clothes muffle and um, digest the echo. So absorbs all the echo. Um, So I'm sitting inside a walk-in robe right now with my microphone propped up on top of a pile of files. And that's why the microphone just fell down, by the way. So anyway, um, I'm all about being real and honest here. So I thought I'd share that with you. Yeah. So if you've listened to past episodes, you will know um, it is so much more than just about the food. Um, you you know, some recipes that you make a meal, eat it, uh, and then do some exercise and voila, you've got your dream body or voila, you've got your dream healthy lifestyle. It is 
not it is so much more than that that's why inside i'm about to take you inside um a different way of thinking today transforming your mind a different way to approach the the decisions around your food and that's from years of research that's from years of self education that is years of my own personal experience to get me to this point now where i honestly feel very confident in i'm not saying i'm perfect cuz i make you know I I don't make the most perfect decisions every day either. I'm in this with you. Um, But I've got to a point where I feel like I've got a pretty good grasp around the decisions I make around food. I've got the arsenal of knowledge um, and experience and expertise to know that, you know, when I do slip, you know, um, come off the bandwagon um, and make, you know, I make mistakes here and there that I know how to get back on it. And I know where exactly where I've gone wrong, a decision I've made here, um, one that I could improve on moving forward. Um, Yeah. So I I feel pretty confident in sharing this information now. And just remember there is information out there for everyone. Uh, And I'm hoping that you're enjoying this, this information that I share with you in this podcast and be sure to reach out and actually let me know that you're listening, by the way. Um, I've been there before where I've been a silent listener on things and being too scared to reach out. But I would honestly love to hear from you if you do get something from this. Um, it helps me know what to share moving forward as well. Um, so yeah. So I am sharing this directly from my uh, nutrition guide, that my feel-free online nutrition guide, which everyone inside the HM online studio, which I've just launched, um, you get access to this. You can download it as a PDF if you haven't had a chance to have a read of it yet. Well, it's going to get broadcast into your beautiful ears today. Um, I know we all lead a very, very full life. So um, if you haven't had a chance yet, I'm going to take you through the philosophy um, all at the start of your nutrition guide. If you've got it handy, you can um, have a look at it. But I'm just going to take you through it today Um, because, yeah, at the end of the day, like I said, it is all around what goes up in, uh, on, in, on, around our noggin, (laughs) our head, the decisions that we make around food every day. And I could sit here and throw you a bunch of breakfast, lunch and dinner ideas and um, give you some snack ideas, which I will in the future, by the way, uh, because that's important too. You've got to have fun with it and you've got to know what to to cook and what to make and what to eat. But today I really wanted to um, help transform your mind because that is the foundation of it all. Um, I think you you need and deserve more than, like I said, the recipes and just um, knowing how to work out. I think you you need the whole the whole approach to it. And this information I'm giving you is I'm not giving you a little sample of something and making you go and buy a full product. Like I'm actually giving you this information because it's coming straight from my heart um, and my head and my knowledge base. And I need to share it with you because I know that you will feel so fabulous if you take on board the information that I'm sharing. I know that. I know that for a fact. Um, So let's go into diets. Let's start by saying I know uh, damn well that diets never work, uh, no matter how good your intentions are at the beginning. I do believe it's all about our minds and how we make decisions around food and exercise every single day. Let's face it. There's an abundance of options every day around food. Like we can't even go to morning tea at work most days without another birthday cake getting rolled out because it's the janitor's wife's sister's birthday. Um, There's always obstacles or cake in your day and that's fine. It's just a perfect opportunity to take a deep breath 
politely decline and move on. No fuss and more importantly, no post-cake bloat. But that's just a little example and I'll go into the decision-making process as we go on. But just so you know, you don't always have to say no no to that random lady's birthday cake. If you really feel like it, then you should have it. Then you move on. It's that simple. So another big belief of mine is just uh, is you have to genuinely enjoy the food or you'll be searching the pantry and fridge straight after a meal or dreaming about that chocolate bar in the afternoon. If your handful of snack, a handful of nuts snack hasn't satisfied you, like seriously, who actually, I actually despise this as a snack, who actually A, only eats a handful and B, enjoys just nuts as a snack, not me. (laughs) So moving forward, my wish for you is to have a different approach to your nutrition before we get into all the fun stuff. Like when, like I said, moving forward, I'll I'll share recipes and, and, you know, really easy throw together meals and all that kind of stuff. But I wanted to get into this first. So um, moving forward, uh, what I'll be discussing with you today is an idea of how you can change your way of thinking around some of the biggest pitfalls, pitfalls, pitfalls around diets and challenges. You'll learn more about the obstacles from day to day and how to approach them. The one thing that gets me out of bed every morning and how it can help you too. Also, you'll learn how to incorporate your favorite indulgences every single day. Yep. I have chocolate every day and I still stay the same weight. When to choose to get takeout or the healthier alternative. Yes, there is a time and place for both. And how to focus on the experience of eating to keep your brain happy. That is a really, really big one. So let's move into the first one. And it's called Make Your Food Love List. I'm starting with this one because it's something I constantly remind myself every single day. I'll keep referring to weight loss, by the way, as a benefit to this way of thinking, um, as what I'm about to discuss will do just that. But this way of thinking is certainly something that will serve you well into the future. So weight loss is basic science. You have to burn more energy than you put in. Food is energy. The more energy you expend has to overcome the amount of food you put in. It's that simple. But that doesn't necessarily mean hardcore workouts every day. It can also refer to doing no exercise at all and sitting down at a desk. It just means if you aren't moving and expending energy and you ingest more food than than you'll gain weight, if the expenditure outweighs the food, you'll drop weight. So now that we've got that out of the way, let's get back to this thought process around having anything you want. First, you need to decide what foods you absolutely love and want to keep in your life. And also have a think about the foods you eat, but you don't really enjoy. It might be a habit of eating a packet of chips sitting in front of the TV that you don't really like um, the flavor of. Or like, does that make sense? Like you might be sitting there, you might be ingesting it while watching TV, but you don't actually even enjoy it. You're just eating it because it's a habit. So you need to discover what you actually love. So for me, I love chocolate and not just any chocolate. I love milk chocolate. I also eat dark chocolate, by the way, but I really love milk chocolate. In the past, I've tried to replace my chocolate habit with um, raw natural chocolate, but I've never really enjoyed it on the occasions that I've really felt like milk chocolate. I've eaten the dark chocolate because I knew it was the healthier option, but I always still craved that milk chocolate afterwards. Sometimes I would eat a lot of the raw stuff and then finally cave in and, and have the chocolate that I was craving in the first place. I think we've all been there. Hands up if you've done that. But that only leads to a sore tummy from overeating, the guilt from eating too much, and the dreaded weight gain and fluid retention. 
So now I keep chocolate in my everyday to keep my brain happy. Honestly, every day. I also love wine. I love a good Savion Blanc or a Pinot Grigio. And I enjoy a glass of wine a couple of times a week while having dinner. It takes the edge off and I really enjoy the experience of it all. So I keep this in my life also. So these two things, I absolutely I absolutely love and genuinely get enjoyment from it. And I feel I would be depriving myself if I couldn't have them anymore. So I don't. I don't deprive myself of them. They mean a lot to me, so I leave them in. So what I want you to do now is I want you to have a good think about what you really, genuinely, it's a really important um, point to make, what you genuinely love and make a little list of your own. Also list the things that you eat that you don't really enjoy and you could you could move them out of your life. Your family might still eat them, um, but these are the foods that no longer serve you and your body, so you can now politely decline them the next time you're faced with the decision to eat it, if that makes sense. You won't feel deprived. Instead, you'll appreciate and get excited for those core pleasure foods that you have now listed. This is what's so important. You can't have it all. You've got to find what you really love because you're already having that in your life and that is fine, but that doesn't mean you go out and have it so the next point is is experience is everything this one is a biggie and one that I think you'll get a lot of value out out of it goes hand in hand with your food love list in order to truly live the life you've always dreamt of and inside a body you've always desired you have to make choices um, you have to make changes and choices that are going to stand the test of time food is fun food is life. Food is something we base our days around, celebrate with friends and family around, and plan most events around. So it's absolutely vital you continue enjoying your food. Otherwise, you'll no doubt find yourself gorging on everything in sight in your fridge and pantry, purely in spite of yourself, we've all been there, and your new so-called diet. So it's time to now have a think about what experiences you enjoy around food. Have a look at your previous list that you make, your love list, and in next to each food item, list what you enjoy about it. For me, so for, for my list, it was milk chocolate. So I love the experience of breaking off a row and eating it in its entirety. So for me, trying to substitute with a healthier raw chocolate, which is soft and melts in your hands straight away, doesn't always cut it for me and my brain. Sometimes it does, and that's completely fine, and I, I stick to that That. Um, some days, but some days I just feel like the real thing. That's what I'm trying to spit out. Like some days I, I still have that raw chocolate, but on, it's these are the days that I really feel like the milk chocolate. Um, now moving on to the next one, wine. I love the experience of holding the stem of a glass. I'm not a fan of the stemless glasses and I enjoy the whole experience of wine in a wine glass with a stem. Let's moving on to pizza. I love to eat pizza with my hands, meaning the base has to be hard enough to cut and hold. I've experimented in the past with cauliflower bases, but they turn out mushy and crumbly and I end up eating it with a knife and fork, which takes for me takes away the experience of having pizza. Also, eating out of a fancy bowl for breakfast. If I don't enjoy my breakfast, I feel really unsatisfied. So me, so for me, I love the experience of eating and crunching on something in a bowl. I love having a smoothie to start my day, but drinking it doesn't satisfy my brain. I feel like it's only a drink and I'm still looking for something to eat afterwards. Okay, so now that your list is looking pretty good, and by the way, all this food is making me very, very hungry. 
So the last thing I want you to do is now look at how we can make some alternatives to your love list. So they not actually love your, so they actually love your body back and continue, and you can continue loving them, if that makes sense. It's like a good relationship back and forth. The love is there. I'll use my list as an example. I'll continue doing that to show you the changes that I've made to mine. So for example, let's go back to the milk chocolate. After lots of taste testing, I found a beautiful block of organic milk chocolate that I actually love the taste of. It's a brand called Green and Black from Coles. Being organic, it doesn't have all the nasty fillers, preservatives, vegetable fats and fillers that um, that they create. Um, oh, and they um, and they going back that it doesn't have all the fillers in it and they create it using cocoa beans which have which have not been treated with synthetic synthetic fertilizers herbicides and pesticides this means that they use quality ingredients which in turn prevent you from gaining weight so you're only eating really good quality ingredients so always look for chocolate that is organic that is a really really big one Moving on to wine. As above, um, certified organic is best. Nobody should drink chemicals ever. My dad works at a winery, a non-organic winery, and he said you'd be shocked to see what actually goes into a standard wine. I've found some beautiful white and red wines. My favorite at the moment is, it's called Hear No Evil. It's a Savion Blanc, and they also do a nice Shiraz if if it's winter and you feel like a red. Um, And you can find this brand at Dan Murphy's, IGA, and some other selected liquor stores. I'm forever finding new labels and different stores. So you've got to have fun with it. Um, Moving on to pizza. This one's simple. I finally created a go a go-to no-fail pizza base, which is gluten-free. Um, I'll also talk about gluten um, as we move on as well, using good carbs and is super satisfying. Um, I've got a recipe on that as well inside that guide. Um, so eating out of a fancy bowl for breakfast. So to get that eating satisfaction, I'll now put less milk in my smoothie to make it a thick consistency. And I put it in a bowl and top it with crunchy toppings like cacao nibs. Uh, and then I eat out of the bowl with a spoon. So I'm still getting that experience of eating something. So can you see where I'm going with this? I've made my love list. I've ex- I've looked at what experience I love around food and then I've adapted the two together. So the milk chocolate, I've gone out and find, found a really good quality. The wine, I only eat or I only drink organic so I can keep that in my, my diet. Pizza, I've found a really good um, uh, recipe. So now I can actually hold it and get the crunch of the feeling of the pizza. And for me, I love eating out of a fancy bowl for breakfast. And now I've put that into my day by um, tipping my smoothie into a bowl. All right. Now we've got that out of the way. This next one is have it and move on. So by now you should be starting to identify what really matters in your food life and what doesn't. When the next craving hits for one of these foods, you can have two, you have two options. One, you can have the actual real version you're craving in a small amount and move on. It's that simple. Or number two, have the healthier version. If it will curb that craving that you've had, otherwise stick to the above option and you'll still have a small portion and move on. There'll be more of both of these in your future. So you don't need to have it all, all at once. Have what you really feel like and move on. Done, no guilt, no self-loathing, no worries. A small amount of anything isn't what does the damage. It's a large amount of everything that does, healthy or non-healthy. Just remember that. It's such a massive one. 
The next to- uh, point I'm going into is what's the difference anyway? This is the question I ask myself and others a lot. Um, I love the philosophy behind it. It really does a big, it, it really is a big aha moment for so many clients when I tell them this, and I know it will for you too today listening to this. When you really feel like a certain meal, have a think about what the difference is in taste, enjoyment, and overall experience from what the real, let's say unhealthy when I say real, um, version is and the more nutritious healthier, lighter version. Let's take pizza, for example. If I felt like pizza, I actually love my vegetable-packed handmade version better than the fast food variety anyway. So I would always choose that and indulge in another place in my day. However, if you really feel like the takeaway variety because you genuinely love the flavor of that pizza, the texture and the experience that comes with having the pizza, then absolutely have that. But have one to two pieces and move on. Don't go crazy. There'll be more pizza in your future, so you don't have to have it all now. Okay, are you keeping up with me here? I hope you are. So this leads on to the next chapter. It is called, You Can Have It All, Just Not All At Once. So let's just say you had the take-eight pizza, like we were talking about just previously. You felt like it. You um, satisfied your craving by having it and you've moved on. Now is not the time to now go have garlic bread, the wine, and the dessert. That's just a disaster for your digestive system and nobody needs that amount of food in one hit. It just literally leaves you feeling gross, bloated, and somewhat very, very sluggish and it will have a direct impact on your thoughts and emotions as well. You'll no doubt be in a shitty mood afterwards. Remember, garlic bread, wine, and dessert will all be in your future when you really feel like that item. So you don't need to stock up on it and hoover it all down at once. You may want the healthier version, um, the healthier pizza next time and indulge in some garlic bread or have a glass of wine with a lighter meal the next night. Does that make sense? Like you're spreading it all out and you enjoy the dessert after a healthier dinner the night after. Like, is that that starting to make sense? I hope it is. I hope you get what I'm saying here. So you just don't have it all at once. If you wanted the the pizza one night and then you wanted the garlic bread the next night and you wanted the glass of wine, you just wouldn't all have it at once. You kind of go, all right, I'm having the healthier pizza here so I can have the glass of wine. And then I'm having the the pizza down the track, you know, in a couple of nights time, the the real one, the one that you feel like. So then I'm not going to go indulge everywhere else. Because remember, this is a lifetime thing. This is not a diet. This is something you'll take into your every day, your every month, your every year until the end of time. (laughs) So I want to go into the next one. And it's make your desires outweigh your excuses. Now, people often ask me how I find the motivation to get up early to work out or make time to cook healthy meals every day. And my reply most of the time is, there is no such thing as motivation. I rely on my habits and my routine, and that answer is still 100% true. It's now so ingrained in me, and it's something that's a part of who I am as a person. But one thing I don't talk about enough is the mindset tool I use to sustain my healthy day, my healthy um, day, day after day, week after week, week week after week, week after week, month after month, and year after year. And that's my burning desire to feel the way I like to feel that that far outweighs my excuses. So the feeling that outweighs my excuses. I do go into this about a morning routine uh, back in episode four, um, how to create a morning routine. So make sure you go back and listen to that one for sure. So I go into that in a lot more depth. Um, 
But just to kind of recap, when my alarm goes off in the morning at five o'clock or sometimes earlier, or I find myself conjuring up some excuses as to why I can't work out that day or find time to get to the supermarket to get a healthy dinner organized for us, I reflect on my desires and my desires have to outweigh my excuses. So my desire is to feel strong, healthy and light. I have a desire to be the best version of me. My desire is to look at myself in the mirror and to be proud of my body. And my desire is to be the best example to my family. My desires are to be more powerful than my excuses. So I know that when I put my excuses behind me and forecast to that feeling of, you know, of the feeling I'll get when I do the things I wanted to be doing and and trying to put off, I'll feel amazing. It is that simple. Your excuses, your desires have to outweigh your excuses. It's a no foul way to get out of bed in the morning. And if you take that from anything I've said today, just take that because um, it is a simple one, but it's so freaking powerful. So I'm going to end on this next one um, because I'm going to do a part two and I'll explain that a little bit later on. So the last one is forecast ahead to that feeling. And what I was just explaining before, do you ever find yourself eating that birthday cake or third helping of dessert when you didn't actually feel like it in the first place? You mindlessly scoffed it down and now you're like feeling left bloated and sluggish and guilty. Well, instead, next time you're faced with an offering of food that you really um, know that you won't that won't make you feel good afterwards, all you have to do is politely say no. Now, that saying no to something that you do that you know doesn't make you feel good, it's not rude. A lot of people go, but I can't say no to that. It is not rude. What you do is you forecast ahead to that feeling you'll have when you wait for the foods so that you actually bring you joy, going back up to that love list, because you haven't wasted the calories on subpar food. So that makes sense. You're only sticking to the amazing decadent, like the the foods that you've got in your love list that you genuinely love. So you're not going to say yes to the foods that, you know, they're subpar foods. They're going to left you feeling bloated and gross. And it's also the same with exercising. Think ahead to how amazing you'll feel afterwards and in in contrary, how you'll feel if you don't do it. So forecast ahead to that feeling you'll get when you wake up energized rather than with a food hangover from the night before. So, you know, from the decisions you've made the night before or when you roll over and feel those muscles you used the day before. It is such a good feeling. Forecast ahead to that feeling. So that is, use this little nifty tool, forecasting tool, Use this little nifty forecasting tool, I'm trying to say, when you find yourself at a crossroad with decisions around food or exercise. So always forecast ahead. Think, if I say yes to this, how am I going to feel? If I say no to this, how am I going to feel? Uh, Am I going to wait for my foods that are on my love list because they're going to actually make me feel freaking amazing and I'm not going to overindulge because I know there's more in my future. So I hope this is all starting to make sense. Um, You would have noticed I was reading a lot there from my notes because this is one way I was trying to really make it clear. I'm reading out of the um, nutrition guide that you may have your hands on already. So feel free to reflect back and go back and have a read of it yourself um, if my my droning voice did not get through to you. Go back and have a read of it. You've got a copy of it. If you don't have a copy of it, jump onto the HM Online Studio and you get a free copy of it in there. Um, but yeah, I like I said, I feel so passionately about this. And I feel like it is something that it can really, really serve you well and take it right into your future. And finally, 
claim that body, claim that health, claim that vitality, claim that freedom that you've always desired um, because these are lifelong decisions. These aren't quick fixes. Um, well, they, they can have, have um, quick impact. It can have a quick turnaround, a quick impact on your body when you start doing these straight away. But they're not just a, you know something that you just try for a day or a week or a month. Like these go into your whole life. You can have, you know, have you ever gone and binge eat eating on the weekend and then you roll around and it's Monday morning and you're like, shit, I've got to go eat healthy. And then you get to Tuesday and someone invites you out for dinner and you're like, well, I can't do that because I've only just started eating healthy again. And then you go out and you end up eating crappy foods and then you wake up on Wednesday and you go, oh my gosh, now I've got to start eating healthy again. When you have this mindset when you implement what I've just gone through. You don't have to do that. You can enjoy the foods and then you wake up in the morning and you just keep going on. Like it's not, you don't have guilt. You don't have this binge eating mentality, this roller coaster diet that you're always clutching onto. You've just always got this to go back to. Like I, so I feel so strongly about this and I feel so, I just, I don't know. I just know it's very, very powerful. So if you've enjoyed this episode today, like I said, this is part one. I've just decided it's part one. I'm going to do a part two on this because it goes for a little bit long, too long and you might get bored of my voice. So I'm going to do a part two and I'm going to go into 17 health hacks to transform your wellness, which is also in the guide as well. And I'm going to do that in a part two. So look out for that, but I'm going to leave it there for today so you can absorb all that information that I have just given you. Uh, let it all soak in before you listen to the next episode. If you are listening to this, please take a screenshot on whatever app you you are listening to it through. Tag me on your social media um, at Haley underscore Morecambe and or pop a comment under the post that I share on my Instagram and, and Facebook account. And I'd love to know your thoughts. Uh, reach out with any questions or thoughts or topics you'd like me to cover because I'm doing this for you because I genuinely want to serve you. I want to help you live a vital, healthy, abundant life. It is all about you. Yay. All right. Uh, I will catch you next time. Sending all my love. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health Right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. 
That's what you'll feel with Bolin Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bolin Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bolandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.